Welcome to the Good News Mama podcast, a place to get in touch with other mamas, share the load, and know the Lord. Here we aim to lift each other up in the good news of Jesus and the laughter that comes with motherhood. We are a community of mamas just trying to keep the main thing the main thing. I'm your host, Lynn Carter, and each time you tune in, I pray you're encouraged and that you leave challenged and breathe a sigh of relief that you are understood. We were not meant to do life alone, Mama. Thanks for joining in. Let's do this and let's share the good news. Hey, Mama. I'm so happy to use this brief moment in time to share with you what God's put on my heart. I really want to talk about joy because... Joy in Jesus is lasting. It doesn't change like happiness that depends on happenings and back and forth. But the actual joy that comes from our faith and knowing Christ is something that is long-term. It is never fading. But there are things in our day-to-day that try to steal our joy. So I wanted to talk about three things that you can easily nix to avoid your joy being stolen. Okay? Now, I'm not demeaning anything that the Bible talks about with joy because the book of James talks about counting it pure joy when we face trials of any kind. But I'm talking about the easy, predictable things in our day-to-day that try to deter us, derail us, suck the joy out of our lives, okay? So let's just grab these real quick and put them into action, okay? So the first thing that you can stop today that steals your joy is comparison. So It is so, so easy. I was watching my kids play the other day with these little dragon toys that you get out of Happy Meal. And they were looking at the one they got and comparing it to the one their brother got. And of course, the one that somebody else has is going to be the one that they want or it's going to be better. And I just thought about that. And I was like, gosh, as adults, we do this all the time. We look at what we have and then we look at what our neighbor has. And we go, man, if I just had that... I would be happier or it would be better. When in reality, what you have is amazing. It's freaking awesome. And you just lost sight of that because you started comparing yourself to somebody else. I love that quote that says, comparison is the chief thief of joy because it is. And if we let ourselves compare to what everybody else has on their highlight reel, aka social media, then we're going to end up in a place of like funk and uncertainty and doubting what we've got as a blessing when it is. Oh my gosh, girls, it is. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. Knock out the comparison. It's easier said than done. Maybe that looks like limiting your time on social media. Maybe that looks like focusing on something that you have in front of you that you can take a picture of and capture in that moment that will remind you at the end of your day when you flash back through your day, like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. This was an awesome part to my day that I would have missed. And I'm glad I'm aware of that now. So just being aware of what's around us, looking at opportunities to capture the joyful moments in our lives. Okay, number two, super easy (laughs) to say, but definitely harder to do, Um, conflict, kicking out the conflict. So one of my friends was talking with somebody and I overheard their conversation and all of a sudden he was just like, you ain't stealing my joy. He flat out told the other person, like, it's not happening. I don't care what you're saying right now to the extent that it's going to affect where I am mentally and physically being in a state of, oh, it's not something I'm going to give you power to. And so it makes me think about 
all the things that we have control over, which is ourselves, right? We don't have control over other people and their reactions and their words, but we have control over ourselves. So I thought about that and I get a kick out of that, y'all. It happened years ago. I mean, probably 10 years ago. I still remember this because the person that it came out of was not somebody I was expecting to say it in the first place, but they had heard that and they took on to that and they took ownership of it. And they said, no, I'm not letting this problem, this conflict, your attitude, meaning the other person, affect my attitude. And so sometimes you can't avoid when other people are having conflict with you. Sometimes you can't avoid when you brush up against somebody and there's a disagreement, but you can state out loud and you can remind yourself internally, if you can't state it out loud, that they don't have to steal your joy. You don't have to give them that power. So just kick out the conflict. When you think about all the different ways that you have a chance to to lay down your your joy on the altar of the day-to-day and take it back. Take it off of there. Don't sacrifice it. It's not worth it. There are so many things that try to steal our attention, our focus, our love, our joy, and we don't have to give power to those things. So I'm encouraging you now, if conflict is something that you see in a perpetual, this relationship that just keeps perpetuating over and over, I encourage you to talk with that person. That's not usually the way that we tend to handle things. We kind of just brush them off and, you know, let it go. And and it eventually builds up until it eats inside of us. If you're anything like me or how I was in the past. Um, Now I look at things a lot differently and I head on conflict to its face and say, what's something's not right with this. Let's just get it over with. And if that's you, if you have this ongoing conflict that keeps coming up, talk about it. Just say, this is stealing my joy. I'm not letting it do that anymore. This is not going to be an ongoing debate. Um, Either I'm minimizing that relationship that I have that really wasn't that important and and good and healthy for me in the first place, or I'm actually going to step up and look for solutions to it to solve this problem so that it doesn't continue to eat away at my joy. Um, So you're kind of thinking outside of yourself on this one. You're kind of stepping back and taking that aerial view where you look down into your situation instead of being caught up right in the moment at that time. So that's number two, kicking conflict. Number three, get rid of the constant chaos. So as a mom, there are so many things that happen in our day that we can't control. Case in point, went outside today with my boys to have a picnic. Brooks is in school, Wade and Trent were with me outside, had milk for everybody, closed my eyes to say the blessing, y'all, and Trent knocks over my milk in those two seconds. I was just like, ah, so naturally you have to stop what you're doing. All this chaos, things that are so small that really are trivial, y'all. That was super trivial. And I felt really bad for wigging out about it and had to apologize to my children, which is a daily thing for me. But just the fact that the constant chaos that sometimes infiltrates our days are things that we could have prevented if we had a little forethought. So a little um, peering into the future, if you will, and see like, not to the point where it like wrecks your day and makes you caught up on the details, but just the basics, like having a plan, um, attempting to have things in order so that you're not reacting versus responding throughout your whole entire day. Um, it can be something as simple as, you know, time blocking your schedule, having routines, things that like normally would trigger you because you're frustrated and at the end of a long day, now you've got to do the laundry, now you've got to do all the dishes, now you got to feed all these people, bathe all these people, <laughs> put them to bed, all the things that should be your joy moments in motherhood and taking care of them and developing relationship in those times um, have been stolen from you because you think about the all the to-do list and the things that just constantly bombard you. And so when you can have some systems in place and some rhythms and 
routines and minimize that chaos, you start realizing, oh my gosh, this is actually going smoother. This is actually less stressful for me. This is actually um, giving me freedom in my day versus making me think of all the things I have to do. So minimizing that constant chaos and not sacrificing simplicity, which we often do, okay? We lose our purpose. We lose our joy sometimes in repetition and things having to be a certain way. Um, But if we can just have a little forethought and avoid some of those chaotic moments, that will set you up for success. So make sure you're being intentional about that. And instead of letting the day happen to you, be present for the day as it lies ahead of you. And in those moments, that's what's growing our joy. When we're there present with our kids, with our family, thinking of the Lord and what he would have us do, looking outwardly to others instead of looking at ourselves and what we can do for ourselves in our day. Um, It frees up so much mental space when we have some type of small game plan there. So I just wanted to encourage you, I'm getting ready to go pick up Brooks, but I wanted to say, Don't let the simple things of comparison and conflict and chaos steal your joy. There's so much more to your day-to-day than that. And if you have any questions, I'd love to hear what those are. You can find me on Instagram at goodnewsmamas with an S, or you can find me on Facebook. Um, I would love to grow deeper with you in this and really just encourage you and foster that sense of joy when as a mother it does seem like sheer chaos at times and sometimes it is and it will be and just admitting that is fine and moving on instead of getting stuck and spinning our wheels let me pray for you i know that this is something you probably want to cultivate joy more in your days so I'll pray for both of us. All right. God, thank you so much for the mama hearing this. Thank you for the message you put on my heart as I was driving back from vacation and realizing just the joy that there is in life everywhere we look and the things that try to suck it away. God, we just pray that you make us aware of those things. Help us to minimize the times where we're chaotic, we're frustrated, we're in conflict with others, and we're comparing ourselves. And it can happen so easily. And Lord, help us to recognize it for what it is. It's ways that Satan can deter us from our mission, from our mission in motherhood and our mission in life. And it's ways to, to detract from the calling that you've placed upon our lives. God, don't let us fall prey to that, to the enemy and his evil schemes and his ways. God, they're so subtle sometimes and they're so easily missed. And I just pray that right now you help with the eyes of your spirit. Give us the wisdom, give us the forethought, give us the foreknowledge to be able to choose the things that would make us grow in relationship with you, that would show our kids the love of Jesus, and that would help us be a light for those around us. God, I thank you for this time. I thank you for this platform. I just pray mamas everywhere will hear this and benefit, and um, it will be a time of growth and opportunity and just one of pure joy to be able to walk closer to you. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Mama. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Good News Mama. If you did, please leave me a review on iTunes. A five-star review is best. And hit subscribe. Share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook. Please email me at lynn at goodnewsmama.com. You know I love questions. I love feedback. I want to know what you want to know. We're going to talk about what means something to you. So... Let's hear it. Follow me on Instagram at Good News Mamas. That's Mamas with an S. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Keep your head up, keep your heart humble, and share that good news. <laughs>